0: Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Thursday, March twenty first, twenty nineteen. This is episode number seventeen. It is a rainy and apparently windy morning here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Uh, it's supposed to rain on and off, mostly on all day. Um. It's apparently being called a nor nor'easter, which I guess it is, just too warm for snow, just a lot of precipitation. So that means uh, when I walk Oliver to school here in about an hour, it's going to be a very annoying, possibly funny, but definitely annoying walk in which I try to manage my umbrella. He has always refused to walk under my umbrella, so he has to carry his own and he has trouble holding his little green umbrella in the wind, and so we'll see how that goes. Um, also, we've been racing to school for the past couple of weeks, racing in the sense that he likes to race to, say, like three houses down or the fourth tree or to the street corner, um, which is kind of fun because it actually gets my my blood moving in the mornings, especially since I haven't been running in the morning because February and March stink for running in the morning. Which is when I like to run, so I actually get a minor bit of exercise, um, and it gets us to school faster, and we're never late, and so we can get in the we can actually make it on time to make it in the proper door, and not go in the main front door, which he for whatever reason really has a thing against doing. So, um, so yeah, we've been racing, but I don't know if we'll be able to race today because of the rain. So we'll see. Um, but. Yeah. Not being able to run in the morning has been kind of not great for my um, physical and emotional state because running is always makes me feel good as exercise does physically and emotionally. And like so since I haven't been able to do it in the morning, I have been I have been walking after I drop off Oliver um, two subway stops down the line just to give myself like it's about uh, 12 or 13 minute walk and i get to listen to some podcasts or music and um actually just gives gets me like kind of like up and running although not running walking but um so i wonder if i'll keep that going once i start running again because if i if i, if I do that i'll end up hitting like 10,000 steps before i even get to work in the morning which would be pretty interesting anyway um so yeah the rain is coming down, I don't know, I'm sitting on the couch here, I can't see the window, Um, I'm assuming it's coming down, it's 7am, I woke up super early, took a shower, made this coffee, Uh, I've been drinking this new type of coffee from Union Market called Sticky Bun, which the um, description sort of like grabbed me, it's like hints of Tahitian vanilla and spicy and goes well like after dinner with a dessert. But uh, which I'm not having ever after dinner with a dessert, but it does have a very like Asian coffee sense to it, so I like it. I'm having it right now in, my, of course, my brothers and sisters mug from Derek at Brothers and Sisters in Chicago and Ukrainian Village, which you should all visit um, on Chicago Avenue. So anyway, let's see. Three and a half minutes in. Um, didn't do a podcast last week because. Kept almost getting around to it, and then I didn't. If I remember correctly, the last episode was done 13 days ago on the Friday. So let's see. Um, I think we were gearing up for Oliver's birthday party, which happened at Carmelo the Science Fellow, and he loved it. He got to hold a few animals, which he doesn't like being the center of attention. So we sort of like made it a kind of low key party, it was not loud or rambunctious and he really enjoyed it and he really liked spending time with these little animals. There was a bearded dragon lizard, um there was a bunny rabbit, and there were these little mice. And um the mice were really hard to pick up. The kids were allowed to hold them, but none of them could pick them up. And then they were like, Hey Dad, could you pick help help out Oliver? Which I didn't. It took me literally like a minute to pick up a mouse, which is like out of the shoebox, which is that's a long time when you think about it, to try and pick up a mouse. So anyway, at a great party. Uh he sort of stuck close by to his his um cousins who live upstairs as he does, because they're basically they are his best friends um in the world by a mile. Um so that was a fun party. Let's see. Oh, I went running a few times because the weather was nice last week, which was great. Um later in the afternoon, this is all two weeks ago by the way, uh my brother in law and I went to other half to pick up four packs and it was of course too packed to hang out there because it was four o'clock, four thirty on a Saturday afternoon and so like just tons of visitors to the neighborhood making it a day trip to go to Other Half were there. So we went to Traveler Bar on Court Street, which was great. Um, And what else did we do that weekend? The next day was rainy, kind of. Oliver and I went to Books Are Magic. We ran into um, old friend and current neighbor, Sharon Van Etten and her family, uh, which was nice. Um, Let's see. And actually ran into Sharon again and her family this past weekend at Carroll Park at the playground. Um, Sadly, they are going to be moving to Los Angeles, so they will no longer be neighbors, and I will no longer see her around the neighborhood. Um, But that is a bummer, but such is life. Um, Anyway, uh, let's see. Went to a new place on Court Street called Svendale Tasting Room. Svendale is an upstate brewery. and they have a room on Court Street, and it is really nice. Uh, let's see. What date did I go there? Let me look at my four square here. But it's, like, basically a little room. It has a tiny little bar. And the idea of it is that I guess all breweries are allowed to have, a um, like, three branches of their brewery where they don't brew on site anywhere in New York State. Um and most of them don't take advantage of this uh, because it's expensive to have more than one location. But Svendale has one, and it's in Brooklyn for whatever reason. I guess just for the um, visibility of it. But it's good. And they have this interesting thing where they can on site, like behind the bar. They have a canning machine. So you can pick any of the beers on tap to take home and they have these pre-made like canned bottoms without the lids and they'll pour a draft into the can and then they stick the can into this machine that kind of looks like a coffee machine type thing, like a home coffee machine. And then they like, it like ramps up and they press a button and the thing spins for like about at a rapid speed for about 10 seconds and voila you have a can, you can take home. So pretty cool. Um, So Sven Day was good. Let's see. Um, Then last week, the week before, was pretty low-key. Just went to work, went to Bar Great Harry a couple of times because I hung out with my friend Gabe, and then the next day I hung out with my friend Yoav who wanted me to speak to his sister about giving advice about how to get gigs around town, which I thought was pretty easy way for me to get a free beer. Then I realized like, oh, I've sort of like played gigs around town for years and years and I guess what seems obvious to me would not seem obvious to someone that doesn't really have any experience with it. So as I spoke, saying all these things to me, which seemed like, oh, well, this is obviously how you do it. Not that I spoke with that tone, but I realized how alien it must sound to people that don't normally do it. It's like, oh, you got to do the, pick out your places, like, which people do you like their music? You know, go hang out there more, kind of try and make friends. And anyway, that was fun to do. So um. Let's see, we had Oliver's actual birthday. Uh, That was fun times. Um, We just had a small family get-together upstairs at my brother and sister-in-law's house, which we do for all family birthdays. And Oliver blew out the candles, and we opened some presents. And he got a cool little lamp that sort of lights up in the shape of Saturn, and he's very into Saturn and planets. So that was great for Oliver and us. Let's see, of last Friday, six days ago, on March 15th, the Ides of March, my talking heads band that I'm in, I Get Wild, <clears throat> we played at Littlefield in, in Gowanus, so Littlefield moved like a year or two ago from DeGraw Street over to Sackett Street, and the new place is great. It's like the old Littlefield, but just kind of like optimized and better and just slightly smaller, but only slightly and... um. <clears throat> it's a great place people Scott and his partner really know how to do a good job there so I Get Wild played it was an interesting night so the first band was this band new band Dirty Cosmos which is led by David Marshall who knows Ray from I Get Wild well and I've seen David around at some things like at Three's Brewing he's come to shows and They were great. I don't know how, they were just kind of like loud and psychedelic and noisy, but I mean rained in noise and melodic, like almost ready to burst out, like the kind of stuff you blast while driving with the windows down. Like I loved it. And the crowd there, who I'm assuming didn't really know anything about them because they're new, loved it too. They got these great big chairs. The second artist was Corporal, which is duo of Ray Rizzo, my friend Ray, who's also an I Get Wild, and also Michael Shannon, the actor, who is Ray's old friend from, I think, New York, but they're both from Kentucky, which is what Michael pointed out on, the sta- on stage. <clears throat> And Corporal is interesting because um, they do, I'd say, two-thirds originals and then like one-third covers. And Michael sings and it's, it's like ve- velvet underground-y and um, he's kind of introspective. He plays like a, a Strat Um And Ray sort of like plays light drums behind it, but then like will swell to these very loud forte, fortissimo sounds, and then like draw back again, sort of playing to it. So, in that way, it's very improv and almost like jazz like in the sense that like Ray is very much following Michael's lead. Like they're unrehearsed in the sense that I don't think they follow a rigid song pattern. Michael just plays how he's feeling, and Ray follows him, which is pretty cool. Um,. It got a little awkward at first because Michael decided to actually tell the crowd to not talk, and which is funny because I think he spoke, he said out loud what a lot of musicians think. He's like, he went up there and he's like, he's like, I told myself tonight I'm gonna say something. So please, if you want a drink, go drink at the bar. If you're gonna be up here, listen. Which I thought was cool, although it was a little, you know, tense for the ten seconds he was saying it. I was, I was backstage, her side stage from the watching from the side with Annie, and we kind of looked at each other, we're like, uh oh," but um, with you know nervous smiles, but it all worked out. Um, and then Michael brought on his friend to play three songs in the middle of his set, which is weird, good, weird, but um interesting, So I had made small talk with this guy backstage um before he went on. This guy's talking, his name's Ewan, he has a thick Scottish accent, so I start asking him, I'm like, Well, where are you from? You because know, obviously he's not American. And I assumed he was from Scotland, he's from Edinburgh. And I realize, like, after talking to him about for five minutes, while we're still talking, I'm like, Oh, this is the actor Ewan Bremner, who was spud in train spotting and has been in a lot of other great indie stuff and everything. He's Michael's old friend. I guess they met when he said when Michael was nineteen, when they were in um theater um, at the Bush Theater in Shepherd's Bush in the in nineteen ninety six, which was interesting to me because I lived in Shepherd's Bush in nineteen ninety six, so we both like sort of like bonded over that. And he he lives in New York now. Um, he's lived here a couple of years. He said so. Anyway, he went on stage and played three songs, and they were he had a beautiful acoustic guitar. He played very jazzy guitar riffs. And I'd call the music, like, English pastoral folk, like, in, like, a 70s style. Um, Half jazz, half folk. um, Beautiful, beautiful stuff. He said he'd never played on stage before. He sort of, like, said he'd played a couple times in front of people, but I don't think he'd actually ever gone and played on a stage. And he was really good. And he kind of, like, naturally had some... He was a natural at, at just very minor stabs at um, banter, which you would expect because he's an actor. So, um, and then he just played and he was really great. And I hope he plays more because I sincerely enjoyed the music and I sincerely enjoyed talking to him. He's, he was really good, great, great dude. So, yeah, that was kind of fun to... Um, play with, hang out with you and Bremner and then see him play. And then Michael came and played with us for a song. He sang pulled up, pull up the roots, uh, by the talking heads. Cause all of our songs are talking heads. Um, we had a good show. Uh, we went on a little later than I was hoping. I think we would start at like ten forty-five, which means, you know, people leave throughout the set, which I totally understand because that's late even on a Friday. Um, but yeah, we played well, dressed in all of our whites. We all dress in white, our home whites, we call them. And, um, Ray and I took an extended drum solo unplanned at the end of E Zimbra, uh, which kind of went into some spacey, uh, spacey places, which was awesome. So that was a good night. Let's see the next day. Um, just hung out at home, really walked around the neighborhood, went to the playground. Oh, Oliver and I went to Ikea. Julie was volunteering all day, preparing taxes for those who cannot afford to prepare taxes. So we, Oliver and I had the day to ourselves. We walked around. Oh, um, our friend Kara of uh, Pete and Kara fame came over. Pete was at South by Southwest, so Kara came over with Archer and Ramona, and we had a good times playing drums and playing trouble. Um, <laughs> didn't finish the game, but um, had a good time playing. And then yeah, let's see. The next day was the New York City Half Marathon, which we've now watched two years in a row from the corner of Flatbush and Tillery, because my sister-in-law Young runs it, and we watched her go by. And then Julian Alvarez, I went to City Point, where we went to Target and Trader Joe's, got a bite to eat, and then we went to all went to Pig Beach to celebrate Miyoung finishing the race and we brought our own Connect Four to Pig Beach so the kids could play Connect Four, which I thought was pretty funny because I feel like every bar or restaurant in Brooklyn in New York has Connect Four, but this one doesn't, and we actually brought our own. Um, let's see. I guess I've gone through my actual like day-by-day, day, what's been going on. Um, then this past week has been just kind of a normal week, going to work. Uh, Tuesday went to Bar Great Harry with Gabe again, where once again we talked about machine learning technology, AI stuff, um, his work at United Technologies, uh, talked about making music, because he's my old Taka bandmate, we keep talking about, it and he's getting close to actually pulling the trigger and coming over and rehearsing. I keep wanting to come over to our basement, but I realize he, he says this, I forgot actually, but he wants to go to a place with a PA so he can sync through a PA, which means we have to actually get a practice base or rent a room for a few hours. So I guess we'll go to Complete over in Prospect Heights and get that going. Um, so anyway, I guess I'll move on to music. Since we were talking about music before, the Ewan Bremner stuff, the Ewan Bremner sort of English folk reminded me of... Something that I listened to separately, which I learned of via my friend Alec Bemis's sort of Spotify playings that he then shares to Instagram stories, so I see what he's listening to. This guy, Rab Noakes, R A B, Rab, last name Noakes, N O A K E S. He's an English songwriter who I looked on Twitter. He's still active. I think he like drives around England in probably like some little car and he plays. Uh, But He's been active since the 70s as a solo English singer songwriter. I guess he was kind of played a lot, played some with Jer- Jerry Rafferty, um, who was who's known for of course, Baker Street, that hit and also Steeler's Wheel. And Rab Noakes was in Steeler's Wheel, I guess early on. but beautiful English folk music and and I, I mean like just really like compelling, just it's that combination of like perfectly played thought out guitar. Uh, acoustic guitar and like the voice is just so unique it's not necessarily like a strong singing voice it's just very like compelling so rap nooks i listen to um let me navigate over to spotify here what else did i listen to um listen to steve Winwood's back in the high life album because i was reading an old musician magazine about it hadn't heard it in many years i want to like it more than i do i love the song back in the high life um Higher Love was good, of course. Great use of timbale in Higher Love. Um, I forgot about the third single, Freedom Overspill, which is a great soul song. Great, like, kind of dark R&B song. Um, but the production is something. It's very 1989 or whatever it is, 88. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'll am i listen to it again maybe, again maybe in 10 years, but... What else? I listened to the Laws album, the old classic Laws album, this week because my coworker Brett White was talking about the Laws album, and I um, listened to it, which is it's it's a classic, of course. I uh, listen to the new Broken Social Scene song, "Can't Find My Heart." I guess I like it. The one issue I've had with a lot of these Broken Social Scene these new songs they're basically releasing their new album out a song at a time or so is um the melodies are like I feel like they're not there, like or they're almost there the production as always is great um i think kevin drew and charles Spearin, do just like just have such great great ideas and they always know how to make like these certain parts of their songs stand out and they like go off on some production tangent for like four bars and then they return um so that's good to hear but i don't know i haven't listened to any of the new broken social scene songs i haven't listened to any that i like kind of want to dying to hear again um so anyway that's obviously a subjective take on that um and the other night when i was in bar great harry with gabe um this guy arian was bartending who always has plays great stuff um and i also heard this trumpet music that sounded very like turn of the 70s miles davis and i was like who is this and he said, Jamie Branch, J-A-I-M-I-E, J-A-I-M-I-E, Jamie Branch, like tree branch. And she is a sort of jazz slash avant-garde trumpeter, I guess, from Chicago, who moved to Brooklyn a couple of years ago. Um, And it was great. So I listened to her album. Oh, my gosh. What's it called? Let me look. Oh, no, I listened to it on. Oh, yeah, I listened to it. It is called the fly or fly out fly or die came out in 2017 fly or die by Jamie Branch. Really good stuff. The drummer is Chad Taylor, which my, my friend in Toronto that I went to high school with John Crossingham said he's a big fan of Chad Taylor's drumming who played a lot with Chicago underground, I guess I'm not familiar with too, but I'm going to check out anyway. So Jamie Branch was sort of the big thing I listened to a lot this week. And, um, and of course, listening to the Grateful Dead, which I always do, and I'm sort of thinking, what am I going to play at next week's Grateful Dead Night at Three is Brewing, which is on the 27th, on Wednesday, the 27th. It'll be me and Scott Devendorf and Bradley Goodman. All three of us will be there for a change. Um, I don't think that's happened since like November or October. And Scott's going to be like in and out every month, like some months on, some months off. Now the National are getting ready to release their next record. So it's like he'll be gone some months, some months he'll be able to do it. So it's nice that all three of us will be there on Wednesday. Um, so that was the music I listened to. I'm looking here. Uh, oh yeah. The rap notes album that I listened to is called standing up. I guess I should mention that standing up, which also has a really cool cover. It's just a photo of him in like this park, but it's like him. It's like, there's nothing like unusual about the photo. It's just taken at a cool angle, he's kind of looking to the side, and it, it's just like compelling, just kind of cool. Um, reminder that Garden of the Ark, my sort of heavy, I don't know how you call it, metal, hardcore, something post whatever band, we released our two singles on Bandcamp a couple weeks ago. They're still on Bandcamp, so you should go listen to them. Um, yeah, kind of loud, but yeah, Garden of the Ark, ARK. Um, Turning to books I'm still reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. I've now gotten to the point where she is now in the White House living there and it's cool to hear about like their daily life and how the kids adjusted to life there and <clears throat> and uh what it's like in the residence and her sort of like what it's like navigating Washington. Just a really inspiring book. I just I'm so glad I kind of want to finish it because I've been on it for a couple of weeks and really I've been on it for months and months because that was for a while my morning book I would read while I was reading like three other books. But don't know what I'm going to read next. I still haven't read that Martin Amis book, and maybe I'll go down to Books Are Magic and pick it up. Um, and that'll be my next book, this Martin Amis book. Um, let's see. Turning to, yeah, I haven't done a beer update in a while I've, let you guys know the last couple of beers I had, which was really good. Let me open this Untapped so I can see what beer I've been drinking. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so this week at Bar Great Harry, I had the Kings County Brewers Collective KCBC. Uh, Their Superhero Sidekicks, which is like just a hazy IPA, absolutely outstanding. The Superhero Sidekicks by KCBC. A week ago, I had at. Uh, Bar Great Harry, again, the Single Cut, which is the Astoria Brewery, their Prague, with an exclamation mark, Prague, double dry hopped, some double IPA, DDH, IPA, DDH, double IPA, anyway, really good, so those were the two beers I had, and, um, oh yeah, when I went to Other Half, um, like a week and a half ago, I bought, the four pack I bought was the Go With the Flow, which is just a regular Other Half IPA, um, regular meaning it's just like a very typical IPA. IPA of theirs and outstanding, obviously, because it's other half. Um, I guess that's kind of it for this week. I'm looking at my notes and, um, oh yeah, the Beastie Boys book. I didn't really make any headway through the Beastie Boys book. I think I have to get in a mode where I feel like listening to the Beastie Boys um, before I like kind of power through that book. It's not really a front to finish book, it's kind of you can pick it up and read it at any point. Um, because it's all these little, like, notes and remembrances and, like, essays, and um, it's in no way linear except for, like, a chronological sort of angle that it, line that it follows. But um, I guess that's it. Stereo's still going well, still listening to tapes every single day. Um, I love listening to cassettes. It's just such a fun little hobby and um I still f- I keep forgetting to order the new cartridge and needle for my old technics turntable, but I will do that and I keep forgetting to set up the eight track player so I will do that this weekend I hope and um do I have weekend plans? oh yeah I was gonna I think we're going to the school auction tomorrow night that was in the air I thought it was for sure then it was in the air and now it's it's on it's on again because I really wanted to go um. Because I rarely get to go out on a night like this, um, like a date night type thing. And our friends will be there and it'll be fun. I am unfortunately missing an I Get Wild, the Talking Heads thing, missing a gig in Jersey City. Which I don't like to miss gigs with those guys because it's so much fun. And kind of was looking forward to going to Jersey City and maybe even checking in at the barcade there that my friend Janelle and Paul um, run. Well, it's one of the many barcades they run and run um, so I guess that's the weekend plans and hopefully play music in the basement or elsewhere we'll see I guess that's it I'm going to drink more of my coffee here and I, I'm assuming Oliver will wake up in about 10 minutes um, and then we'll head out into this rainstorm nor'easter um, NCAA tournament happens starts today go blue I think Duke will win it all which stinks, but whatever. I do like Zion Williamson. I think baseball starts next week. Um so all right, we're under twenty-seven minutes here. March twenty first, nineteen nineteen. March twenty first, twenty nineteen. Oh, twenty-nine years ago today I saw my first Grateful Dead show, March twenty first, nineteen ninety at the Cops Coliseum on King Street in Hamilton, Ontario. I was 16, something like that, 15. My dad drove me and my friend Fergus, Fergus O'Reilly, very Irish person. Um, he got me into the dead. He, I mean, he didn't get me into the dead, but he got me into the tapes and the live stuff and dead base. I used, I borrowed his dead base forever. I made copies of all of his tapes. Um, I have watched him as he actually traded tapes in the mail with other people, um, So here's to you, Fergus, wherever you are. The last I heard from him, which was 20 years ago, he was getting a master's degree in some sort of biology, biological science at McMaster, um, in Hamilton. We were living in St. Catharines, but he was actually at grad school in Hamilton. So that was a great show. The Mississippi half-step that opened that show was, is on without a net, their 1990 live album. Um, I think the victim or the crime too. Not sure. my dad drove us he picked us up and i'll never forget that fergus a few weeks before when i agreed when i said we would i would go he was like do you want to go the next night you'll regret it if you don't i said no no one is fine obviously i regret it um but anyway so yeah 29 years ago today i was (laughs) getting ready to go see the grateful dead for the first time um so thanks to my dad for driving me to that show which he did Drive me to all those shows in junior high in Connecticut and in high school in Toronto. Toronto and Buffalo, he drove me to every concert. Um, Okay, that's it. That was another minute of talk. This has been the Conrad Life Report, episode number 17, Thursday, March 21st, 2019, from rainy Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Have a good one. Until the next one.